The Town Whispers is a narrative horror podcast that will tell the many stories hidden behind the rain and the fog in the trees of the Pacific Northwest. Without you ever knowing, just beneath the surface, there are many tunnels, and for what we don't know. Because of this, I must warn you, listener discretion is advised. certain of that. So why then could he feel his body being dragged? Why could he feel the water sloshing about in his lungs as his body jostled and bounced over roots or stones or whatever it was that stuck out from the ground? If he was dead, why could he feel the breathtaking pain of shattered bone and twisted flesh. Tom was dead. He was certain of that. He wasn't scared to be dead. All he knew was the pain. Dying, dying as it turned out, was painful. He wasn't scared to be dead, no. But there was confusion muddled in amongst the screams of agony in his body. Oh, Tom. I'm so excited to finally have you all to myself. The throbbing glow of candlelight vomited its warm haze down what looked like a tunnel. If Tom could blink, he would have. He would have blinked and cleared away the blurriness, but Tom couldn't blink. His eyes felt as if he'd had them open while swimming underwater, that almost dry wetness to the jelly-filled sack sunken in Tom's face. Come now. You've had a long day. I'll get you all tucked in, and then I'd like to speak with you, now that I have your full and undivided attention. Tom recognized that voice. That was the man from the sanatorium. The one who had 
stepped from the shadow, the one who... The one who'd reminded him of all the terrible things he'd done. It had all gone bad and rotten before then, but Tom was making do. That day was the turning point. The words he'd spoke, the embers the man had blown on Tom was in control before then. His house had been burning for much longer than he'd cared to admit, but he'd been in control of himself. But ever since then, Tom had been running, running down a very steep hill, barely able to maintain his composure as he picked up speed as his weight carried him forward. The things that splashed about at the edge of sight hurtling towards him. Things might have been better had Tom minded his own business and kept looking down instead of for... instead of for answers. He thought to himself as the man grabbed his wrist and pulled him up with disturbing ease. His head fell forward, limp, and everything was suddenly red as his face grew hot. I must be bleeding, Tom thought. Oh, isn't that interesting? You seem to be airing out your mind. It's good to open up the doors and let the fresh air in, isn't it? Unfortunately, I'm not sure how we'll close the door. I hope your thoughts don't get chilly. What did he mean by that? Tom thought. Maybe we'll find some steam and hammer it out. Or perhaps we'll bend some fine-grained wood and slip it under that flap of skin. Or perhaps we'll just let nature take its course and see what becomes of you. I could just leave you here for a fortnight or two and check in from time to time. They do say a watched pot never boils. Perhaps watched dead boys don't rot. What do you think of that, Tom? No, 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 don't worry. I won't leave you. That just won't do, will it? Not this time. She'd find you. She always seems to know. She'll come and scrape the bits and pieces of you from where you lay and drag you off to her sanatorium. And there she'll make you hers. She's done it before and she'll do it again. It was suddenly quiet. Very quiet as the man walked away. Each drip, drip, drip of condensation that struck the ground began to sound like drums. Erratic, yet rhythmic drums. Tom's blood no longer pumped through his body, but the reverberation through the cave seemed to electrify his dead heart. He could feel it beating in time with those droplets striking the floor of that hollow place. 
that wasn't it. Tom's heart still remained still. He only felt the nail of each echo being driven into his corpse. Thomas, I wonder, do you read? In another life, I loved books. They held so many tricks and treats for me to cut my teeth on. Now it seems I'm all teeth. There are no books with tricks I don't know or treats to satisfy me. I should write a book, shouldn't I, Tom? Would you read it? Perhaps I shall title it Tom Lepont, the boy who was and forever will be. Would you like that? Would you like to be remembered? Or perhaps you wish to fade away. Perhaps you wish your mother and sister to shed their tears and forget you over time. They'll only speak of you on special occasions when your presence is only momentarily missed. Maybe. Oh, yes. Oh, what an idea. Maybe I'll feed you to Ben. He is ever so hungry, planted and fused, festering in that pit. Isn't that ironic? You pushed Ben and left him to die all alone and scared. And now here you are, having fallen yourself down a well. Don't worry. I couldn't just leave you, though. Not with a farmer peering down, ready to pledge you as well. Cyprian took Albert. Alfie took Ben. But you are mine, Tom. Forever and ever. Isn't that wonderful? Aren't you excited? Oh, come now, Tom. Tell me how jubilant you feel. No jumping of joy. No cries of excitement. Oh, you've hurt my feelings. No matter. There will be plenty of time for you to come around. You see... Cyprian would have you done away with, put on a shelf of sorts. Every drop of you, every morsel of your flesh committed to the greater good. And Alfie, Alfie's too old and silly to realize just how insidious she is. But, Tom, I want you to live. I want you to thrive. I want to reshape, reform, break you into bits and rebuild you so that you can thrive and fight with tooth and nail for me. I wonder, have you ever heard of the Long Shadows? 
I'm sure you have by now. Long shadows. How mysterious. How cryptic. How absolutely absurd. Well, now that you are still in my captive audience, I can unwind this mystery for you. It really isn't complicated if truth be told. If you've been watching and listening with eyes open and ears peaked to the whistles and words in the wind, I think you may just know already. The long shadows were there before the first light shone. They have watched stars blink into existence, extending their grip across worlds, to watch as those stars then too faded to darkness. They've been here since the Earth was nothing but molten fragments of what would then become the world, and in it, the fort. They were bending the branches and twisting the bark long before any human ever came to what you call the fort. But when they did, in acknowledging how deep and dark the forests were, there where the trunks grow tall and twisted in archways to worlds, no mortal should ever acknowledge. The long shadows were given words. It's sort of like, hmm, if a tree falls in the forest, but there's no one around to hear it, did it make a sound? If there is no one to peer into the darkness, does it peer? back all the same? Perhaps. But as I know it, that's when our little saga began. Tom. The man held his hand out, moving it into Tom's immobile eyes sight. Let me make this simple. Nice and wrapped and tidy like a little morsel for you to feast upon. He wriggled his fingers, his calloused palms smudged in what looked like ash and coal dust, both covered in dark soot and slightly twinkling in the low light of the few candles in the cavernous room. You are my little pinky finger, your mother Mildred is a palm, the flat, useless bit in the middle between you and I that bears the burden, and I am the wrist and the arm and the elbow. He stretched his wrist, articulating unnatural angles. Tom could hear the pops, the grinding of tight, sinewy tendons. And they are the body, the brain, the heart, and the soul. They are the void. They are what was before, and what will come after. I 
am an extension of their will, as you will be an extension of mine. They are the long shadows, as I am the long shadows, as you are the long shadows, each a separate link on a single long and rusty chain. We are dust and shadow. A bucket of tar-covered worms, writhing and squirming, all wrestling for control, all climbing atop one another. In one sense, it's as simple as that. But those things, which are indescribable, are never truly as simple as they seem. Now are they tall? They are, well, chaos flowers, spitting pollen and seeds, taking root where the earth is ripe and rot with that which is needed to fester and thrive for the influence to spread. You know, I had a name like you once upon a time, and since then, I've been called many things. The living flame of consuming darkness. I've been called bastard and devil. But I am simply the man. The tiller. I break and bend and fortify the soil. I am a sculptor of souls and flesh and where I touch and till. There the flowers of chaos grow. My garden is where your world ends, and the void takes root. You, Tom Lobot, dead and broken, are my next design. You are done, dead and gone, not yet. Not by a long shot. Hearts are not the only thing that beat life into a body. Today's episode was written and performed by Cole Weavers. Sound production and editing by Matt Black. Our theme song is by the ever-wonderful Charlie P.S., the fort is built on secrets and shadows, on unspoken truths and the designs of the long shadows, whoever they may be, but it's also built on the support of its townsfolk. Would you like to support our tiny little monstrosity of a town by mending the roof of the church or keeping the doors of the sanatorium for the lost and unwanted open? Or perhaps you'd rather help build the mausoleum for the ones who will never die. In thanks for your support, and for only a few dollars a month, you'll receive episodes of The Town Whispers released early and forever ad-free, as well as exclusive short stories and one-shots to expand your knowledge of what lays dormant and watching under the earth. Would you like to see 
with your own frail eyes that can only see what can be imagined by the goodness of a heart drenched in humanity by receiving digital rewards of the visual variety? All this and more will be revealed on our Patreon. Please consider joining us at www.patreon.com slash thetownwhispers. If you would like to support us in other ways, please consider following us on Facebook and Instagram and on Twitter at The Town Whispers, or by leaving a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts. For more information on the show, please head on over to www.thetownwhispers.com. I got the ghost of you inside of my head. What I'm supposed to do, the blood has been shed. He got a dark past in a soul that's unfed. What I'm supposed to do is already dead. He's already dead. So